like an official like news person like got these stacks of paper like this just in news <laughs> i wonder if that graph ever says anything it's just like paper Stomp your feet, it's time to have a podcast, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Red Raven Games Podcast, episode 10, Near and Far Kickstarter. Yeah! Woo! Yeah! Yeah! Oh man, it's going crazy. It's been, if you, if you can hear that gentle hum in the background, that's... That's uh, the every, money pouring yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the people being excited to back this game. <laughs> I didn't want to go there. <laughs> Like, it just I was going like, to say it's the comment section. No, oh, yeah. Really, like, yeah, the comment the, section, the is, comment very, section. <laughs> is very excited. Oh, no, it's, it's so exciting, though. It's so great. Yeah, we only launched a couple of hours ago, and the response has been so great. So <laughs> yeah. wild. We've yeah. already passed one of our stretch goals, and we're approaching the yeah. second one. To yeah. so, so let people know where we're at right now while we're recording this podcast, this is going to be in the in the past now. So welcome <laughs> to the past. It's at seventy-five thousand. Yes, yeah, right so we're, yeah. we're so, almost awesome. to that yeah. second stretch goal. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I just have to say thank you, everybody, yeah. so much for yeah. backing. Thank it's you, really you guys are awesome. Huge thanks. Yeah, it's so overwhelming. Yeah, because like we're making these games because we just want to make something cool. We want to you know share our creation and then yeah. all this support just helps us do that. So we really appreciate it. Anyway, what have you guys been playing? Oh, I've actually gotten back into Animal Crossing and Skyrim oh, again, no. so I'm playing a couple. <laughs> it was funny because we talked about it last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's funny because I picked up Skyrim again for the first time in like a year, and I opened up, I loaded my game, and I remembered why I had quit, and the re- like, and the reason was because I accidentally entered a dungeon backwards at the end of the dungeon and then i got stuck at this door i couldn't open because you can only open it from the other side and i couldn't find the front entrance of the dungeon (laughs) oh that's crazy well you gotta find the you gotta find the dwarven mines and then go down to the underworld yeah i I don't know what that's called but i remember (laughs) thinking i was blown away when i found that yeah (laughs) no definitely yeah that's the dwemer oh okay yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Technically, I think they're elves and not dwarves. Anyway, Skyrim's weird. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the game is. It's fun, though. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing a lot of NES games with my son, Noah. So I have this this old Nintendo that I've modded to be like really cool on, on HDTV. And like he just wants to say, hey, let's play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So we, I've been playing like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Arcade and then uh, Man- the Manhattan game like crazy this entire <laughs> week. But that's nice. what I've been playing a lot of, just old TMNT yeah. games. That's fun. Yeah. yeah, speaking of NES, my kids found Bubble Bobble. And oh, they man. they plugged that in. They've been playing it together. Because you can play with two players at the yeah. same time. Nice. And, like, they totally can play it. That's it's, awesome. It's crazy. So I played, I, 
it's been hard to get games played like yeah. this last these yeah. last few weeks. Yeah, a little um, bit. <laughs> but uh, I did play Code Names recently, which just today they announced. I think it was today they announced it that it won the Spiel der Jahres. Oh, cool. that's awesome! Game of the Year, German Game of the Year. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and and congrats, it, Code Names. Yeah, congrats, and uh, it's it's kind of different from. I don't know if there's a if there's been a game like it that's won the Game of the Year award because it's sort of a party team game mm-hmm. and I can't think of another one that won you know in the past years everybody knows the Settlers of Catan won mm-hmm. but uh, you know games like Ticket to Ride won uh, Pandemic won I think there was a there was another let's see there's like a an imagination party game uh, what's that called Dixit yeah Dixit won and so that's more of a party game have you guys played that I haven't Dixit? played it I haven't no uh, I see that all over the place like at Target now oh really yeah it's like yeah. a hobby game that, that went huge oh nice it's pretty cool though so I've been playing that that's that's really fun have you you guys haven't played Codenames yet have you Mm-mm. no it, people love that game it's it seems so like a lot of fun. fun yeah so do you just like create a code name, put it on a piece of paper and people guess what your code name is <laughs> yes no so you have this whole um, all these cards with words on them and they're all different secret agents and they have just you know mundane words on them and oh so it's can you guess who it's sort well it sort of is yeah so there's no picture of the person it's just their name and then one team half of the cards belong to one team and half belong to the other team Mm -hmm. and um the teams don't know it only the team captain knows it and so they're trying Mm -hmm. to get their team to guess the words for the secret agents on their turn but they try to give them clues so that they guess a ton of them at the same time so that you get ahead of the other team because you take turns Mm -hmm. and if you guess more than the other team then you'll you'll win once you get all your names you'll win so you you come up with these funny clues that you're trying to link all these weird words together and it Uh... it ends up being hilarious because like you think that two words are linked like you think shark and ocean work with like salt or something (laughs) yeah but somebody's thinking food when you say salt so they guess something else you're like no got it wrong that sounds like one of those sounds like one of those kinds of games that you'd be really good at if you have like people you're close to on your team yeah like that that you think the same way yeah definitely that's awesome so on near and far development well i guess we should talk about that we really haven't done anything except prepare the kickstarter project Mm -hmm. all week Mm -hmm. (laughs) basically (laughs) yeah we worked on that you know getting all the ducks in the row you know getting the shipping right putting the campaign together putting the video together yeah you know and it's tough because there's so many ways to do a kickstarter like and we looked at other kickstarter projects including our own kickstarter Mm -hmm. projects to see what we could do better or what we could add and, you know, I feel like there's so many cool things we could add, like uh, plastic miniatures, for example. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, because we do have, like, little characters that you play as in yeah. the game. But, but that would be uh, so involved. Yeah, we <laughs> ended up deciding messy. not to. I mean, we're a small team. We can only do so much, you know. So we have to sort of choose what to focus on. And, um, you know, I'm not. maybe in the future plastic minis will be a thing. <laughs> But for this future, it's not. For this future, it's not. Should should we say that people, if they want to design and 3D print their own miniatures, are free to do so? If you want to design your 3D, our own miniatures for this game, please get in contact us with this whatever i can't talk well right now. no just print them for your own use <laughs> yeah. or just you, <laughs> you know, don't need to bother talking about just whittle your own uh, out pieces. of wood yeah, yeah. like yeah. with a pocket knife yeah, there you go. <laughs> like a bar of soap <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Oh, you can wash your hands and play. Just reuse whatever random action figures or miniatures you have around. G.I. Joe. Yeah. Lego Bob. It's like playing D&D, &D, right? You oh, know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you, just, like, you yeah. Need, like, G.I. Joe is like the orc. And yeah. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. The Lego guys. Oh, man. Yeah. That'd be a cool game, like, if they did D&D &D with Legos, but, like, the actual map was like a Lego map, and you could like play. And you have full to of, build like, it. Yeah, that would be kind of neat. Be really cool. Lego, make here's your million dollar idea. Yeah, congratulations. Role playing Lego. <laughs> you could go. probably do that anyway without the branded version of it. You could just get all of the like Lego boards and your own Legos and build your own map. You probably could, but that's a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> I want them to do the yeah. work for me, and yeah. I'll pay them their money. Yeah. yeah. That would be, that would be another cool idea would be a board game specifically designed to use all of your random toys that you have lying around. Oh, man. That'd be intense. It's just yeah. an empty box. <laughs> well, we have, like, a board or something and rules. Oh, I think Come I on. saw it. Somebody did a game. It was a it was a it was like a Warhammer uh -huh. miniatures war game type of game. Yeah. But it was just a rule book. But you didn't use miniatures. You used, like stuff in your house like oh, use toys fun. and stuff it was, like awesome. use, it was like to use legos that's cool yeah yeah and the other thing i did uh yesterday is actually i recorded a song for the kickstarter near and far kickstarter nice campaign. yeah it's, that's for one of the backer quests yeah right? it's for a backer quest it's kind of scary but we'll see what happens. is the is the song <laughs> scary or is it scary for you to have written and going to release no a song? it's scary to like put yourself yeah, singing yeah. Up which there. one's that which oh the, so it's the... not it's not up there yet oh we well, just oh the backer oh, quest, yeah, back quest. Yeah. well it's 150 thumbs on a new board game geek image we have oh, okay. there's like an old one on board game geek right geek right now but i'm uploading a new one and that'll be the goal oh okay thumb nice 150 times because if we thumb it enough then it'll get on the front page of board game geek so yep. more people can see the, the game yeah nice yeah so yeah all right we have a couple questions uh yeah yeah so one that we've gotten a few times on the kickstarter already is uh people asking if near and far is a legacy game yeah so near and far is a campaign game and legacy games are a big thing right now, so there are, I guess you could say, legacy elements yeah. in the game. Like, what are the things that last throughout multiple games? The things that last throughout multiple games are, like, character skills yeah. and experience points and occasional, like, either side quests in the campaign mode mm -hmm. or your overall character yeah. quest in story mode. Yeah, so do we put... Are there, like, stickers you put on the board or, like... Do you write on the board or anything like that? Nope. You can if you want. <laughs> if you really wanted to, you could if get you your want, own stickers you and put them on the board. <laughs> but no, you're only writing in erasable pencil on character cards that there will be multiple of. So there's yeah. no like permanent changes being made to the game components. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that character card is basically your save game. Yeah. And then when the when you finish the campaign, you have that card. It's sort of like a memento that you completed the game. Yeah. And then you just use another one. You know, it'll come with it'll come with a stack of them, so you can okay. play through multiple campaigns. And then there are other modes in the game where you actually don't even need the cards. Yeah. You just play like a one shot game. You know, it's like a, a short game. You're not going to keep track of a big campaign. You're just going to play one map, and yep. you can do that. The first adventure, short mode, and arcade mode all yeah. are just one game. Yeah. No no writing on anything. That's right. Okay, so we have another question here. This is from... From Madge Brown. 
Yeah, I want to say, is that Major Brown 22? Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says, did you ever expect that you'd break Islebound's pledge total on the first day of near and far? <laughs> well, we haven't yet, but it could happen. That's pretty crazy. I totally We're pretty did. close. Yeah, I, pr I d definitely did not expect it. So that's uh, pretty wild. There you yeah. go. And another question from Benjamin Thomas Hester. So no co-op games in the Red Raven lineup as of yet. Personal distaste? Hard to design? Man, we never really thought about it. <laughs> uh, maybe all three of those? Yeah, <laughs> combination. I, all of the above. Yeah, like, let me tell you, I actually enjoy co-op games. I like co um, competitive games more. I've, I've never attempted a co-op game, so it's sort of like I'm not thinking about those mechanics. Like, they feel a little foreign to me, to be honest. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of like unique challenges to designing a satisfying co-op game yeah. that are very different from how you design a competitive game. Yeah, what's an example of like a like a well-known co-op game? So, Pandemic is the one. It's like the big one. I want to say uh -huh. it's the biggest co-op game. And in that game, there's this disease spreading over the world, and you're trying to stop it, basically. Well, there are actually four diseases. They're all spreading, and they're 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 building up in different cities. You have to send your guys around to go and try to find the cure. It's kind of like, have you played Plague Inc. on the uh, phone on mobile? No. Where you like try to spread disease. Sort of that, except backwards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, in the game, it's it's interesting because it has to. In a co-op game, I think you got to have a fair amount of randomness. Yeah. Um. To make it in interesting, like in the game, you draw randomly um, which cards produce the like the city cards where the the diseases come out and i mean there's some planning though you, you sort of know what's coming so you try to mm -hmm. hedge your bets basically i think we're, we'll probably do one at some point that's not forefront right now yeah yeah i mean i and i could say i i it's probably just because i like competitive games more yeah personally. yeah it'll be an arkman game friends no friends <laughs> <laughs> so let's see we have another question from aikuchi has ryan ever considered doing a two-player game like Onitama, Raptor, or the two-player Cosmos line? And the answer is... Yes, we're working on one right now, designed <laughs> by Al Seeger. Yeah, that's right. Um, I have actually attempted to design two-player games, but none of them were very good. But Alf's game that he's designed is great. It's called Haven. Yeah, it's got a really cool premise where basically you're like nature and the industrial world warring against each other. Yeah, it's Ferngoli. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's yes. Princess well, Mononoke. Yeah, it's Princess answer. Mononoke. It's much cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I I purposely went with the the, the not cool no. version. Every time I explain the theme, people are like, "Oh, Ferngoli." <laughs> no. Maybe it says something about me that Princess Mononoke was the first one I jumped to. Can you play the bat from from, from Ferngoli? Yeah, voiced by Robin Williams. <laughs> he also asks, "What is the universe called that above and below Islebound and Near and Far are in?" The universe, um, well, the, the name of the world is Arzium, actually. That's the name that City of Iron takes place in, and Islebound, and Above and Below, and Near and Far. And you can see a little bit of crossover. Like, they're definitely, like, in all the games, we've got, like, a frog character, or mm -hmm. many frog characters, yeah. and, like, the hog, you know, hog folk. They're basically a lot of anthropomorphic... Similar, um, similar anthropomorphic animal yeah. races. Yeah, that's right. And Glogos. And Glogos. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fan favorite. Is there a chance of also making the different characters compatible with Islebound 2 along with the above and below stretch goal? 
the the main problem with that is that the tiles only have two sides and not three. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically it. Just the components that can't really fit it on there. Right, right. And uh, you know, above and below is the first one, so we're sort of we want to make them all sort of compatible with that one. Yeah, we're prioritizing that, especially since we're including a lot of above and below extras with near and far. Yeah. The, like on the Kickstarter. Yeah. It makes sense to make mm -hmm. it compatible with above and below. So there's a question just very popped up. It said, from Dusty Crane, I own a retail copy of Above and Below from Barnes & Noble. I backed at the $70 level. Will I have everything I need to enjoy the added uh, Above and Below content? Do I, I don't need to own Above and Below Kickstarter Edition, do I? Nope. You don't need to own it. Yes, yep. you will have everything you need. Yep. Yeah. The thing that you won't have from the Expanded Edition are the wooden goods tokens. Mm -hmm. And those are, honestly, you don't need them. They're just there for extra, you know. You can yeah, buy but those at the, online. At the, $70, yeah, buy. at the $70 level, you'll have all the extra, like, content that you need. And if you did back for the because this is a question I've gotten a few times mm -hmm. already today if you did back the above and below Kickstarter edition then you already have the tokens that you need and the only thing you need to get all the content is the $60 backer level yeah. just the book that'll get you the book and honestly you probably already have the book in PDF form this but we're, is, yeah this is just if you want the printed book we're printing the book alright it's tip of the week time it's the tip 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 of the week so the tip is Limit the number of player choices, but keep the game structure open when you're designing the game. So this is something that I have not obeyed myself. <laughs> if you've played City of Iron, like in the beginning of the game, you're given so many choices, it's super overwhelming. Now, I really like City of Iron, but I think that's a weakness in the design. Like every player has their own deck of citizen and military cards, and there are like 30 cards there. Mm -hmm. So what happens is you throw people into the game, they start building up their little city, and then you get to that part where you get to hire you know, new citizens or military, mm -hmm. and they pick up that deck of 30 cards, and you have to go through it and choose out of 30 cards like if you want any. So players sit there forever trying to choose, you know, because they have no idea. Yeah, it, yeah. It's super overwhelming. So it's a lot better if you can, especially early in the game, limit choices... I think I've heard like psychologically like three choices is it feels like many but it's not overwhelming yeah so that's something that kind of like maybe that should be like the average is like three when you're like when you're taking your turn if you just have this huge branch this huge tree of, of options it it uh, it's it, it makes it hard for players to get into the yeah. game I think I think that's something that we've built in that's built in pretty easily into near and far yeah. because like for the first turn of the game every player has to visit town yeah and with all of the spaces in town that means players have like seven choices rather than three but it's yeah. still at least sort of a more limited field to get into the game on right and you don't really need to know any special rules to do that you just just you're basically choosing what bonus you want to start the game out with yeah but i also say keep the structure open so i found recently that games with really limited structures um they tend to bother me as a player like i'm always like oh i wish i could do that but the game won't let me like i want to go exploring right now but it's not the explore phase so i can't go exploring i feel like giving players more of an open structure you know where they can feel like they're choosing their own path is something that 
that's important. It's just that you got to limit the choices they have. So it's a tough balancing <laughs> act. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this week. Actually, we oh. just met our 80,000 goal. Oh, yeah. So, awesome. so fireworks. All right. So I did have someone in the comments request that I write jingles for all of the stretch goals. <laughs> So we're going to do that off the top of my head real quick. So <laughs> there we for go. The, for the first for the first stretch goal, it's time. It's arcade mode time. <laughs> now I have to find a piano and do the jingle for that damn song. Now I have to do another one cuz we reached another stretch goal for everyone. So, oh, every no. stretch goal. <laughs> The next one, this next one is the, another character, right? This is Tanyan? Yeah. Tanyan's coming to town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I want these as ringtones. I hope you're happy. Oh yeah, we'll make gosh. these into ringtones. We got to make that another backer quest. So <laughs> we'll give you ringtones. Since we have Tanyan uh, goal met, who is Tanyan? So Tanyan is character number five. He he's searching for a lost love as he searches for the last room. Yep. And then since the next goal is 100k who's that? Who's the question mark bonus character? It's a secret character and actually that character has been mostly written mm-hmm. but we'll reveal more about that character. Nice. Later. Yeah so if you want to know meet that goal. Yeah. It's a cat. No. Give us that green. <laughs> no it's not a cat. <laughs> I don't think it's a cat. Hashtag cat maps. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Cool. I think that's it then. All right. Uh, okay. Visit our website, redravengames.com, and visit our Kickstarter that we're currently running, uh, Near and Far. And also, you can follow uh, us on Twitter at Red Raven Game. You can follow me on Twitter at Brenna underscore Asplund. You can follow me at AgroXCraig. And be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes, and various other uh, podcast websites. Uh, and that's it. Make sure to fund the Kickstarter near and far and throw money at it and stuff because <laughs> we really like you guys. Yep. And now, go eat a sandwich. Yeah, go eat a sandwich. Go eat a sandwich. Is that going to be our end tagline? <laughs> that's for our end tagline now. I'm going to make this a thing. What's the sandwich for this week? <laughs> oh, Italian? salami oh man uh, oil and vinegar i'm already in love with this sandwich go make that sandwich what kind of bread though uh it's gotta be the it's gotta be the what do they call it kaiser roll yeah 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 anyway add us on twitter with suggestions for next week's sandwich (laughs) we'll make it and eat it in front of you guys Just the sound of her chewing. No, we won't do that. We will not do that. Make the sandwich and like just have like the sliding of the the bread and everything. We will talk about the sandwich. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. See ya. (laughs) See ya. Spock is on the, the bus and like that one guy is being a total like jerk and he like Vulcan death grips him. It's like the best part of the movie. When Scotty tries to talk to the mouse. Yeah. Computer! Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> That's like my kids now. They like run up to the TV and they're like, they're like trying try to, to like zoom. swipe on it. Or like, the fact it doesn't swipe, kids. Yeah. Or the fact that you know they sent the guy with a Russian accent to try to get the nuclear power oh my in God. the 80s <laughs> during the Cold War. <laughs>